Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's message, as Pastor J.D. continues with his thoughts about this prophetic update, we're reminded how important it is that we are not deceived. Satan is often referred to as the father of lies. His whole objective is to get our eyes off Jesus with deceptions, lies, and distractions. We must stay alert and diligent. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 11, 2022. The deception is already at work, and we're seeing it play out. And this comports with what Paul wrote to Timothy in his first epistle, chapter 4, verse 1. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. At the time of the end, they will give heed to these deceiving spirits and these demonic doctrines. Okay. Well, if you'll kindly allow me to, I want to expound on this aforementioned powerful, prophetic, demonic deception that sadly is now on a global scale. So a couple weeks ago I went to my calendar, as I typically do, and I start praying and preparing and just trying to stay ahead of what's ahead. And it hit me that today is September the 11th. And so I just went to the throne, petitioned the throne, sought the Lord, and pretty much got from the Lord this green light of sorts as to what He would have me to speak on this 21st anniversary of 9-11. May I just, and again, this is why I'm just asking the Lord to season my words with grace. And There are chilling prophetic parallels between 9-11 and COVID-19. And the common denominator is they are both a demonic deception. As I mentioned at the beginning, I'm hoping that knowing the truth will have the much needed effect of bringing us closer to Jesus. I know it did for me. And certainly Jesus is the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. And 
whom the Son has set free is free indeed. I want to talk a little bit more about that in a moment. What follows is a smattering of well-documented evidence and facts, facts, as it relates to being deceived under the banner of a preconceived bias and belief. While I realize what I'm about to say may be met with cognitive dissonance, I say it nonetheless. 9-11 was a controlled demolition. And the truth of the matter is that the Twin Towers were brought down by explosives. And even worse, there were not even any planes. I'll start with the website of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. Uh, we provided a link to this website. By the way, I want to mention, before I forget, that a lot of the links are going to be bit shoot links, which we're referencing them, but certainly not endorsing them. Now, at this website, you will find a plethora of evidence from 3,000 plus architects and engineers who factually prove that explosives were used in the controlled demolition of three World Trade Center buildings, the Twin Towers and the World Trade Center building number seven, which nobody really wants to talk about, and for good reason. Pictured here is a screenshot of a live broadcast from BBC in which the news anchor is reporting that building number seven has collapsed. And so he asks this reporter, can you tell us a little bit more about building number seven collapsing? There's only one problem. While she's talking, World Trade Center building number seven hasn't collapsed. It would be another 20 minutes after this live broadcast that they would, quote, pull it. It was a controlled demolition, citing the heat from the fire collapsing the building, which has never happened, never happened before, never happened since. Why has it never happened? Because it can happen. Well, they, they must have brought, they got their timing wrong. Ha! Esau, how is it that you got here so fast? You're 20 minutes early. It hasn't collapsed yet. Here's more proof, and there is plenty, by the way. And I would encourage you, do what I did. Don't go to YouTube. Go to BitChute. And just enter in the search, 9-11, no planes. You'll find hours and hours of video documenting factually that there were no planes. I'm going to share a little bit of that with you now. So, airplane departure data from the Bureau of Transportation Statistics on 9-11-2001, proving 
that American Airlines 11 and American Airlines 77 never departed from their airports. United Airlines 93 was diverted to Cleveland, and United Airlines 175 was also diverted. Also, a 9-11 commissioner admitted that a missile hit the Pentagon, and what looked to witnesses like an upside-down plane crashing at Shanksville was probably a drone. Moreover, a video aired on NBC and CBS both showed two very different planes hitting the South Tower. To the question of why did we see planes if there were no planes? Answer, there were only a limited number of live cams on that day all of which used special effects in real time, similar to the movies, to make it look like there were planes. Peter Jennings of ABC, who says, and I quote, Watch how the airplane penetrates the building completely in one side and out the other. Here's another reporter, Jim Ryan of WNYW, saying the same thing. Quote, there it is. There it is. The plane went right through the other tower of the World Trade Center. Um, that's a problem. That's impossible. There's no way that a plane can remain intact and go through a building like that. The only way that could happen is if the special effects live cam miscalculated, which is exactly what happened, as pictured here. Look at the nose of the alleged plane going all the way through the tower intact. That's what we saw. That's what we saw. This was all special effects. <laughs> the, the, you mean to tell me this steel construction, this, these towers were built I mean, and the plane, without even a mark on the nose, not even a little bit of a dent, made it all the way through the building? Come on. It should be noted that these videos were never shown again. And thanks to the few who recorded them, they can still be found online. And what you'll also find online is raw, unedited video from people that were on the streets. Now, I'm not talking about the plants that were there. I find it very interesting that the people they interviewed that were videotaping, they were all plants. And all of them had, in their field, they were videographers and editors and <laughs> they're the ones they're interviewing? No, I want to talk to Joe Schmo over here. 
who's going, and by the way, we have video of that. They say, no, there was no plane. There was just a big, loud explosion. I didn't see a plane. And completely scrubbed, never shown again. This uh, mishap with this live cam, where they, they ended up, they were trying to block the nose from coming out from the screen, and it drifted over, and that's why the nose shows up on the other side. And then it's really interesting because they do a blackout. There's like a few frames where it's all black. It's kind of like, oh! And they completely edited it and deleted it, never to be shown again. Well, thankfully, there were other people there. And they, they were videotaping this as it happened. And there are videos of these buildings exploding with no planes explosions in the shape of an airplane allegedly going into, which it would never do. It would never do. But interesting, these raw, unedited videos show only blue sky, no planes, explosions from within the towers at the level the planes were edited in, and then the subsequent controlled demolition of three, not two, World Trade Center buildings. Now, for the prophetic parallels connecting 9-11 with COVID-19, one need look no further than just last Monday, September 5th, and this article published by Just the News, about how, according to an author, Dick Cheney elevated Anthony Fauci to the top of the U.S. biodefense research apparatus post 9-11. Here are a couple of quotes. Fearing the development of bioweapons by U.S. enemies in the wake of 9-11, then Vice President Dick Cheney paved the way for Dr. Anthony Fauci's little-known rise in 2004 to the top of the nation's biodefense research apparatus, relates journalist Ashley Rinsberg in a new article at unheard.com. In the aftermath of 9-11, and even slightly before 9-11, when the Bush administration came to power, Dick Cheney was especially looking to create a biodefense strategy, Rinsberg said. And Cheney was very concerned about this, Rinsberg continued. Bush was more concerned on the natural outbreak pandemic front, but Cheney was really thinking about the potential of enemies of the United States weaponizing biology, weaponizing viruses. Oh, really? I'm going to say a word. You might remember this. Anthrax. Come on. Oh, it's starting to make sense now. I think I get it now. As a result of this, still quoting, Cheney and Bush funded a huge 
infrastructure with a vertically integrated power structure and placed Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, at its pinnacle. This is the kind of thing that people have really missed about Fauci, Rinsberg said. We've all come to think of him as a great public health expert, the top public health official in America. He is not that. He is definitely not that. He is, in fact, a biodefense national security official at the very top of that command structure. And this is something we all should have known about two, three years ago, not just today. Well, fast forward to today, from 2011 to 2022, 21 years later, and this post from Global Research titled, Pfizergate, official government reports prove hundreds of thousands of people are dying every single week due to COVID-19 vaccination. In this very thorough and extensive publication, you'll find indisputable data from Pfizer, no less, that proves this so-called vaccine is being met with astounding success in reducing the world's population, which was the intended end decades before September 11th, 2001. Okay. Now, to answer the question concerning the prophetic significance of this, and more importantly, why does this matter? And maybe even more importantly, why are you doing this? Well, if 9-11 was a deception, which is irrefutable, that in fact it was, then it's not a far reach to realize that COVID-19 is a deception as well. Especially given the fact that 9-11 was a catalyst of sorts to set up the powerful deception we know today as the COVID pandemic. The only difference between then and now is that the COVID injection is the final solution to quote Bill Gates, and this is how it ends. In other words, September 11th and the anthrax fears that followed were all part of the deception we know today as COVID-19. I think it was October 21st of, of 2001, George W. Bush uh, demon-possessed, I believe. Certainly his father, George H.W. Bush, was demon-possessed. Uh, signed what was known as, and is known today, as the Patriot Act. And it, it just set everything up for everything that's happening today. This was all pre-planned and executed, for lack of a better word, and it is all satanic. 
And God in his word, if we have ears to hear, has told us that this is what would happen at the time of the end. The number one sign of how close Jesus is to rapturing his church is in a word, deception. Deception. And this is that deception. And people believe the lie because they believe their eyes. They believe the lies because they believe their eyes. I can't believe my eyes, we would say. Well, good, you shouldn't, because you're being deceived. I appreciate your patience. There's one more question I think I'd be grossly remiss were I not to address, and it's that of, do I fear I will lose followers because of today's update? No, I don't, and for two reasons. First, it's not about losing followers, it's about following Jesus. I don't want people following me. We all need to be following Jesus. And secondly, uh, fearing the losing of followers is the fear of man. And the fear of man is a trap. And well nigh three years ago now, the Lord, by His grace, freed me from the fear of man. And He didn't just free me from the fear of man. And I, I say this, and the Lord knows my heart when I say this, I do not care what anyone thinks of me. I only care about what the Lord thinks about me, because I will answer to Him. Yeah. Thank you. It was actually the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. And I, I have this brother, dear friend of mine and brother in Christ, who really was patient with me. And because you have to understand, when it comes to 9-11, you want to talk about preconceived bias and beliefs. I mean, this is Islam. And you go back to some of those old videos, please don't. <laughs> that are on YouTube. And I mean, I'm up here. You know, my wife nicknamed me the pulpit-pounding, passionate Palestinian pastor. That's where I get all the peace from. And I mean, I'm just, you know. And then the Lord just began to, and He's so gracious when He does, right? He's so patient and long-suffering. Oh my goodness, long-suffering. He has to be very long-suffering with me. But I began to realize that I had been deceived. This was a deception. And it was really hard for me. But God, <laughs> this is my but God testimony, I guess. But God in His grace, and I mean it's all grace. He just gently led me by the Holy Spirit into the truth. And I was set free and never looked back. 
We are so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.